Today on Locked on Rockies, unfortunately, as we're getting to this point in the year, there's things to be excited about and things to be encouraged about as the fight to finish is strong. Unfortunately, it's looking like Colorado Rockies pitching has run out of gas. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Rockies fans. Welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 19th day of September in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot. That's what we do around here. Crazy, I know. A, thing, a, a podcast called Locked on Rockies, and they talk about the Colorado Rockies. What? Yeah, that's what we do. Because we love Rockies baseball. We love hanging out with you, and we love talking shop here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. Find us on your favorite streaming service. Find us on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Find us on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. Of course, your favorite streaming services. As well, I'm Paul Holden, your Rockies fan extraordinaire, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk. Been doing this show for about three years now and three seasons, I should say, not three years. It's weird. Uh, but uh, also been following this team my entire life. Never been a moment in my life where Rockies baseball has not existed nor played a factor or role. Season ticket holder family was a part of a season ticket holder package growing up. Today on the show, we'll look at that game last night. We'll look at a trend on the on the pitching staff. Uh, we'll look at uh, just kind of how the Rockies are finishing things up here as we go through the last little bit of the season here. And uh, man, I, I was encouraged by the the comeback. You were certainly uh, encouraged by how the Rockies have have continued to look. This season, uh, at, at least of late at the dish, I mean, th th this was a game that really could have gotten away from the Rockies and uh, did get away from the Rockies there for a little bit. But to uh, score six unanswered runs for the Rockies and to put yourself right back in this game on top of the fact that this Rockies team was uh, able to get a lead at one point in this game. Uh, again, encouraging signs about the offense. So we'll keep talking about that. Keep talking Rockies baseball here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. Before we dive into everything today, today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Uh, all right. Uh, so, oh, I forgot to update my little background here. Let me do that right now. We'll do it live right here on the show. You guys are going to see some some behind-the-scenes magic. Wah! There we go. Uh, let's dive into this uh, game from last night, and, and, and more so into the unfortunate nature of the Rockies are just going to have to roll with it with starting pitching. God, they've really been in this mentality and in this spot for a while. Not a single member of the Colorado Rockies starting rotation is finishing the year this year, with the Rockies at least. I, I don't necessarily know if Jose Arrhenia is on a team somewhere, Is if he if he is. Let's see. Jose Arrhenia, I'm seeing Chicago White Sox. I'm seeing uh, a, a last appearance on the 14th. Eight strikeouts for Jose Arena in his last start. Good for him. 
So, uh, so it appears Zarenia still in the league and uh, still uh, playing ball there. But no member, uh, everyone else on the Rockies pitching staff hurt, not finishing the year. And that, of course, has led to multiple bullpen days in recent times. It has led to more pressure on Ty Block uh, and, and, and him to be making more starts in. It's just a matter of the Rockies pitching staff is just kind of gassed. It's a overworked bullpen being looked to in more bullpen games. And man, I, I as you look at the Rockies rotation or or what's left of it, I mean, there's really no one there other than 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 Chris Flexen. <laughs> I mean, and and now they're able to bring up some folks. And actually, the big exciting news for the Rockies on the on the pitching front here is uh the, the Rockies are bringing back uh one of the big stories of the of the season here uh they are bringing back Ryan Feltner after uh his uh fractured skull unfortunately there he will be pitching uh tomorrow or today I'm sorry this tweet was from yesterday from Thomas Harding so Rockies getting Ryan Feltner back an incredible moment for him I mean holy cow I I, I can't even imagine I mean there's so many emotions that go through that. There's so much mental stuff on top of be physically recovering from taking a screamer of a line drive off of the face. Um, and, and I don't say that, you know, I, I kind of say that with a light tone, but it, but it just kind of highlights and makes you really like it, it moments like that. And this recovery and everything are just, just remind you a little bit about how baseball can sneak up on you in the dangers of it and can sneak up on you in the ways that mess with you. And with it being arguably one of the most mental games that that out there to rebuild the confidence, to rebuild the strength, to rebuild the everything to step back up on the mound and pitch is one step to do it against people is another step. To do it against the best in the business is another step. And, and I mean, man, it is, you know, it's it's baseball. It's his love. It's his passion. It's what he does. It's what he knows. It's his job. I get all that. But that stuff doesn't take away from the fact that, holy cow, just would really make you think, man. I mean, it just would really, I mean, and and it just kind of highlights and goes to show when athletes go through a gruesome injury the amount of work it takes to get back to just competing is insane and then to to succeed at the major at the major league level at the professional level uh, is is an incredible feat on uh, on top of it so uh, really great news for the rockies there no matter how the no matter how the start goes if he goes out there and he has a solid start, that's even better. But you feel much, much better. Uh, you just, you just feel confident. You can just feel like that a, a big weight is lifted off your shoulder if you're Ryan Feltner, because he he is stepping back on the mound at the major league level in the same season, mind you. After after facing uh, a really difficult challenge, so I got to give our props and got to give our, our our flowers there to Ryan Feltner. But the Rockies, obviously Chase Anderson and 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 these others. I mean, there's just no one left that is going to make you sit there and say, yeah, the Rockies got are are going to have 
a dominant start. Now, Chase Anderson goes out and does what he did last time and, uh, and, and, and dominates for seven innings, of course, no hit ball, which is great. But as we've looked, as we've looked a lot long-term, big picture, everything, you're just going to have to ride this wave of, 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 of pitchers out. And it's clear. I mean, I, I think it's abundantly clear for the Rockies this offseason is they have to go get some starters. They got to bring and and they can't just be anybody either. If you keep if if the Rockies aren't going to research or, or dive into and figure out and continue to work at figuring out the pitching at Coors Field, they're going to fall behind. The Rockies have to have to bring things up in tandem because what I think personally, the Rockies got to the playoffs led by really good the the best pitching core the Rockies had ever had. And the Rockies pitching staff was able to keep them. And I know there's a lot of the same names on that staff, but obviously younger, different phases in their career, and healthy in pitching. As they're going into this position right now, and you're looking at a team that does have an interesting and fun offense, you have a team that has that is going to have plus defense, that is going to be able to back up and help out some pitchers more so than other defenses will be able to. You got to bring in some, you got to add some depth. The Rockies can't afford, even if it is another rebuilding down year in 2024, the Rockies can't afford to go through another season with the lack of starting pitching depth that they've had on the team. Granted, I know they're going to hope for some of these young guys, hope for some of these trades and, and, and some of the guys coming through the system and hope for a return for, for Feltner and Davis and, and uh, Peter Lambert, of course, but we're starting to see, at least for Lambert's sake, we, we I think we're getting a pretty good understanding and a good idea of who Lambert is as as a pitcher and as a starter, at least this iteration of him. He's young enough that certainly things and adjustments can be made. But I think the biggest glaring need for the Rockies, and and, and it's not, a, it's, I know it's not an obvious or, or a crazy statement to say, is starting pitching. But it's just a, it's it's how do you entice people to come now? And what type of talent can you attract in free agency when it comes to a starter? Because they can keep looking for the waiver wire or, or what have you. But I, I really do think if the Rockies want to take a step towards seriously beefing up for, say, a 2025 run at the earliest, they're going to need pitching. When you look at the teams led by a lot of young, exciting guys in the league, and especially I think Cincinnati is a great example, Part of the young excitement there are the arms and, and and some of the pitchers that you have or that they have. The Rockies don't have that. So as the for the rest of this season, you're just going to have to kind of roll with it. There are going to be more bullpen days. There's going to be openers probably. There's going to be this. There's going to be that. It's going to be kind of wacky. I mean, Chase Anderson and, and, and uh, Ty Block and Chris Flexen are all going to go out there and continue to make starts. But let's be honest. Let's be real. Are those guys really crucial and a big need to help you in the long run? Or can you go out and start attracting some talent in the free agency pool that's at least capable of producing what they've produced for the Rockies this year? I mean, there has to be some people that you can bring in to bring in that this level because none of them have dominated really at all. Uh, they've had some interesting moments, sure. But that's where we're at. How likely is it? How much How much influence and how much sway and how convincing can the Rockies be to get people to go to Colorado? That will be uh, left to be seen. All right. 
So that's kind of uh, my little pitching segment I wanted to talk about there. Uh, I want to talk about the Rockies continuing to show fight. I want us to talk about the Rockies uh, getting back in the ball games. I want to talk about the Rockies continuing to be uh, a, a hassle for the San Diego Padres coming up here in segment number two. But before we do that, are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. We call this Deep Sales, and they've built the and LinkedIn has built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of the LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash locked on. That is linkedin.com slash locked on for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Go to linkedin.com slash locked on and get started. That's linkedin.com slash locked on. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find your team every day. We appreciate you tuning in here and hanging out with us here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. You can find us on your favorite streaming services. You can find us on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where your subscription is the best way to help the shows. And to all of you out there who have already subscribed to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, you can also find us on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. So if you're in the car there or you're driving along or got the phone and you pop up the Sirius XM app, you can search Locked On Rockies. You can also get your Colorado Rockies play-by-play action there as well. Uh, the Rockies fall last night in a game that was certainly a shootout, certainly another classic uh, Padres-Rockies game, and another example of this team can score. This team has offensive potential this team has the ability to score runs while also still being a a team that uh, struggles in terms of the strikeout another double digit night of striking out for the Rockies they're not unfortunately the strikeouts are not uh are, are not uh an outlier they are more par for the course for the Rockies it wasn't necessarily an overall clean game for the Rockies with two errors in the loss as well, and of course, uh, three, four innings of uh, kind of just getting hammered. Uh, three runs scored in the bottom of the third, four runs or two runs scored in the bottom of the fourth, and five runs scored in the bottom of the fifth for the Padres. But late in the ball game, down a bunch, the Rockies' offense continued to succeed and continue to get on base and continue to drive in runs. You know, and. and Sure, things were, were pretty far out of hand, but to make that a two-run ball game and to do so on the road is a is the small little marker of of that the, the the pill of the loss is a little bit easier to swallow because you like what you see from Brendan Rodgers. You're encouraged by the fact that Brendan Rodgers is returning and having a, you know and having some success. It kind of fluctuates a little bit there and still not really a, a, the the biggest sample size and best sample size, but. It's great to see Brendan Rodgers go out and have an impact on games and hope that with a healthy Brendan Rodgers, the Rockies wouldn't be in the position that they are in right now. Because of Brendan Rodgers, they can get back into ball games and and, and the help of others. Chris Bryant wasn't, uh, unfortunately, a tough night at the dish for him. Uh, but on the, the other vets, Ryan McMahon 
had a uh, base knock as well. Charlie Blackman, a couple of base hits there. But it's uh, it, it, it really goes back to show how great some of these young guys are, really, for the Rockies. I, I think Ezekiel Tovar and Nolan Jones continue to strut their stuff, continue to uh, to, to show there's a reason why that there's a reason why the buzz around them is growing. And we'll talk more about those two in, in, in just a little bit. Uh, but again, I mean, I, I, it's just encouraging. I'm encouraged by these games. I'm encouraged nine runs on the road for the Rockies is, is a, is a big deal. And like we talked about in the first segment, if the starting pitching wasn't so cooked, if, if the pitching staff wasn't in, in the tough uh, uh, situation that it's in right now, Good chance the Rockies have a better shot in that game. I'm not saying they immediately win it, but they have a better shot. And and that goes back to a lot of these ball games and, and, and a lot of, of games in the second half, especially. But it's not it's 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 still a loss, though. You know, when you look at this game, when you it's it's another moment where you'll know the Rockies are back when they pull this comeback off. When they can do this on the road and when they can come back and complete the comeback that's when you'll know the team is more legit than it is. Now, but for now, you're encouraged that Montero is extending his on-base streak. You're encouraged by multi-hit games uh, there from uh, from Nolan Jones and Brendan Rodgers. You're encouraged that Brenton Doyle driving in runs and, being a, and getting a base knock there. And uh, you're also still encouraged by the fact that Charlie Blackman still looking pretty darn good. <laughs> And, uh, and when you look at things, too, for the Rockies, and, and as we were talking about pitching in the first segment, it's, you know, three out of the five pitchers that were pitching for the Rockies did great. Daniel Bard comes in after his return from the IEL, gets a strikeout. Nick Mears uh, doesn't allow any over an inning. Jake Bird uh, gets a strikeout and uh, allows one hit over, a, a, but an otherwise clean inning for him. So damage mostly done in the beginning, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, I just am. It's great to see uh, this team still have the the energy and still doesn't count themselves out of ball games late. I mean, that's a it's easy to pack it in at that point. And obvious and as, as they are professionals and such, I know they don't, but it's just the nature of the beast sometimes. And, and to see it almost slip away, man, it would just been a really nice way to just continue to infuriate and frustrate a, a really big Padres crowd. I mean, the fans have not been turned away by a disappointing season by the Padres. That's certainly, I think they were saying it's one of the most attended seasons or the most attended season of all time. So good for them. Just hope the Rockies were able to, to, to pull off that, the, the full late comeback, but still encouraged by that. Still think it's a, it's at least something to a, a silver lining amongst the amongst the sadness there of a loss from uh, and, and another close loss in a game that was not close was far from close at one point so we'll take it we'll take and that's you know that's got to be that's 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 where my mindset is for the rest of 2023 it was a loss but I'll take a Nolan Jones home run. Let's get into Nolan Jones or Ezekiel Tovar and continue the conversation of two exciting rookies here in our third segment. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends at Jace Medical. Modern medical care and treatment are important, and so is your access 
to it. But things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment you need. Jace Medical is your solution. Just fill out their online form and one of Jace Medical's board-certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then Jace will send your prescription to one of their partner pharmacies where your order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions at any time. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and look f their and, and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. You can also find us on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, SiriusXM, and the SiriusXM app as well for more Locked On Rockies. You can also find us on your favorite streaming services, of course. So I wanted to dive in and say and, and do a thing of... Ezekiel Tovar, Nolan Jones. Who do you got? Who are you picking? Who are you more interested in? Because I saw, I think, I, I think I saw someone call uh, Jones the best player on the Rockies right now. And then I saw Ezekiel Tovar leads the Rockies in RBI. And then I sat there and I said, I'm just going to bask and be ex and, and and be excited about these two guys. I don't really want to do any comparison. I don't really want to to plead the case, go over this, go over that. Because I'm watching two guys, when I watch Tovar and Jones this season and go through the stretch and, and, and go through this tough year, I, I look at them as the kind of the beacons, kind of the ideas, and kind of the ways that why are, you, when you, why are you a Rockies fan? Who's on the Rockies? It's like those guys, man. Because when you know and when you follow the Rockies and when you watch those players now, you get to kind of know and appreciate. It's the same thing with Arenado and Story. Watching those guys and then knowing what the Rockies had and then watching them develop into what they did for the Rockies was incredible. And, and, and same with John Gray and the other, and the other players. And, and, and you can go even deeper than that. So when I see these two, and when I see the impact that they have, both sides of the ball, and 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 Jones doing it in less time, and Tovar bouncing back from a slow start offensively, that's the stuff that gets me excited. And so to sit and compare, I mean, I think you could probably argue if if Jones had as many or uh, as many at bats and everything as as Tovar this year, he'd be he he might be the the better player this year. But I don't really care. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't really care because the Rockies made a, a, looked and made a, a a smart move. And he continues to be someone that really fits well with the Rockies. He continues to be someone that 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 is contributing and, and he's contributing at a at a great level. So is Ezekiel Tovar to lead the Rockies in RBI. Very impressive. And, you know, and, and, and when you really look at it and the possibility, it's I, I'm still open in the door, probably more so for Nolan Jones than Ezekiel Tovar. But Nolan Jones could could flirt with a 2015. 
20 home runs and 15 stolen bases. Ezekiel Tovar's already had a could be a 15-15 player. I know those are just, you know, putting them in those clubs that I know aren't as nearly as impressive as other ones, but those are just solid. Those are just it's it's just if this is the baseline for these guys, then the sky's the limit. And it's exactly the type of stuff to get encouraged and excited about and look for it. And, and again, it might it it all likelihood 2024 is a mess as well, depending on how much the Rockies change things up and free agency and all this all that stuff. But next year, I feel pretty darn confident that the questions have been answered about Ezekiel Tovar, and I think Nolan Jones only has room to improve, only has room to 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 go up. And will be someone that can get the Rockies back, you know, a, be a 20 home run hitter for the Rockies, potentially even more so. If he gets in a nice groove, if he continues to develop and he continues to to, to grow as, an, as a hitter here, that's going to be great. Mixed in on top of the Monteros and stuff. So, you know, as, as, as I, instead of pitting them against each other. But in case you're curious, uh, Nolan Jones does have the higher war, uh, according to baseball reference, of 3.3 to Ezekiel Tovar's 2.7. Um, and so, in case you want to compare those numbers uh, for that. Uh, but it's instead of pitting them against each other to, 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 to say I like this more than this and I like this more than this, I'm just glad that the Rockies have another set of young guys that we can look to and watch and hopefully in a couple of years say, we knew it then, it's on full display now. Because when it works for the Rockies, it looks good. And the possibilities are, are can, can, can go up from here. It's just, will they go up from here? I'll believe it when I see it. So, anyway... That's kind of my little spiel there. I'm I'm just uh, again another night where I sit there and I'm just incredibly impressed with both of these uh both of these players, both of their impacts on the game this uh this year and both of their abilities to contribute uh there on, on both sides of the ball. So really good stuff from them. Okay. Uh, folks, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for joining us here on today's episode. Rockies are taking on the Padres in another matchup. I know, crazy. Uh, first pitch is scheduled for 7.40 p.m. there tonight. Uh, mountain time, and it's sh- like I said, it should be the return for Feltner. No, I'm sorry. Not Feltner. No, it is Feltner. The turn of Ryan Feltner on the bump for the Rockies tonight. Uh, so that's that's your thing to watch tonight. That's the exciting part there. Enjoy that and enjoy your Rockies baseball for the evening until you tune in tomorrow. Why don't you go make Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, and Locked On Buffs your second listen of the day. Thank you so much for finding us on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. And until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.